Hey, hey, hello, everybody. So it's the first day of summer, the 21st of June, 2023, day one of summer, the summer solace. I think this is like, uh, what, the longest day? Someone can correct me on that. But anyway, with the first day of summer comes beach parties, campouts, pool parties, mountain climbing, windsurfing. No snowboarding, though, unless you're in the southern continent. So the idea, though, is to remember that it's going to be hot outside, and that blazing sun can possibly offer some extreme dangers. Heat exhaustion, heat stroke, heat cramps, and dehydration. So the idea is we want to protect ourselves from the sun and the heat. And there's a few ways we can do that. One thing to keep in mind is uh, summer's fun. It's a time to make wonderful memories that can possibly last a lifetime. So, but anyway, let's get back down to brass tacks here. The predictions from the weather forecasters warn that this summer will probably be an unusually warm summer. Also, is forecasted the return of the El Nino, which heats up the Pacific waters near the equator, which causes more warm weather issues. And so we're talking hurricanes, typhoons, stuff like that. Keep in mind, the warmest part of the day is between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. So if you must be out in the sun, try to get out there before 10 a.m. or after 4 p.m. so you can beat the heat, so to speak, and keep yourself safe. If you must be outside, try and find some shade. That's right. When the sun is at its hottest, seek some sort of refuge, some sort of a shadows or places to lessen the sun's exposure on you. Now, of course, all of you sun gods and goddesses who are looking at getting that tan going, well, you're going to have to make do with what you got. I'm going to leave it up to you. But if necessary, and you have no reason to be purposely in the sun, don't be in the sun. Be in the shade. And if you can, bring an umbrella. Next thing to look at is dress for the weather. Well, these things are called clothes. They serve as a, a defense against the sun's rays, just like they serve as the defense in cold weather to keep us warm. So ideally, we want to wear loose-fitting clothing that will protect your skin as much as possible. Ideally, long sleeves, not like the ones I have on, but long sleeves, long trousers, just to keep the sun off of you. And don't forget, a wide-brimmed hat and sunglasses to protect the eyes. Now, we can even step it up another level here and go with our sunscreen. That's right, sunscreen. Ideally, you want to be proactive and use sunscreen to screen your skin from the sun. <laughs> I just thought of that. I thought it was cool. So ideally, you want to use an SPF 30 or higher. And remember, if you're going to put sunscreen on yourself or your children, put it on at least 30 minutes prior to leaving. It'll give it an opportunity to absorb into your skin. Ideally, you want to apply it every couple hours or more often if you're sweating, exercising, and you're sweating a lot or you're swimming because you're washing it off, so to speak. And ideally, you want a uh, multifaceted protection from UVA and UVB radiations. Now, keep in mind, though, also, there's two types of sunscreen, chemical and physical. That's right, chemical and physical. There's going to be links down here so you can look that up. The next most important thing is drink water. That's right. Stay hydrated. Drink water. Ideally, a minimum of eight cups during the day. And it doesn't matter what the weather's like. You should be drinking that much water anyway. But you want to stay as hydrated as possible to keep the internal core of your body at a cool temperature. Again, the minimum goal is eight cups a day. 
But if you're out running, exercising, playing golf, frisbee throwing, climbing mountains, fishing, hanging out at the beach, you might want to drink more. Another thing to keep in mind is electrolytes. That's right. As we're sweating, we're pushing out minerals out of our body. And we want to try to put them back in. There's a certain minerals like sodium, potassium, and magnesium that our body needs in order to be healthy. Okay. And there's a lot of foods we can eat to help us hydrate ourselves. We don't always just have to drink water. So we can beat the heat with some of Mother Nature's finest offerings for us, including fresh fruits and vegetables. Now, there are certain fruits that are high in water content, which can help us during the course of the day. Now, what am I talking about? Well, we all know watermelon. God, I know it's called watermelon for a reason. That's right. Cucumber, strawberries, watermelon, oranges, leafy greens will help you keep energized and hydrated throughout the course of the day. Now, keeping the sun off of you, keeping your skin covered and keeping yourself hydrated is going to help prevent heat injuries. And that's the big thing, heat injuries. Now, exercising, staying outdoors, puts you at risk of heat injuries if you're not taking care of yourself. Ideally, if you recognize heat injury in yourself or someone else, you wanna take immediate action so it doesn't get any worse. There's heat cramps, heat exhaustion and heat stroke. So let's look at heat cramps. It's the lowest one on the level here. Heat cramps are indicated by cramps. That's right, usually in your legs or your stomach. If you feel heat cramps, get out of the sun. Oh, yeah. Try to cool yourself off, get out of the sun, and stretch the troubled muscles or wherever you're getting cramped. It would also be good to drink some water, which would help you out. The next one, number two, is heat exhaustion. Now, this is a step up from the heat cramps. This includes excessive perspiration. That's right, you're sweating too hard. Your body's trying to cool down. Possibly nausea, headaches, dizziness, weakness. Again, as normal, move the body into the shade. That's right, get out of the sun. Loosen the clothing to get some air. Try to cool the body down, drink some cool water. And if these symptoms last for too long, seek medical attention immediately. And the third one, the one that's a killer, is heat stroke. Heat stroke is when the body temperature rises above 103 degrees Fahrenheit or 39.4 centigrade. The skin will be hot and dry because you've already sweat everything out. You can't cool itself down anymore. It's possible to lose consciousness. You can have seizures. You can be dizzy. You can be disoriented. If somebody you think is having a heat stroke, call 911 immediately and get them out of the sun, get them into the cool shade, remove unnecessary clothing. Don't just loosen it, take it off and begin by cooling their body down with water. Now, this is one time you do not want to let them have anything to drink. That's right. Don't let them have anything to drink. So here's a couple of things we want to look at to protect ourselves, our family and our loved ones. But let's look at the bright side. Summer is a wonderful time filled with opportunities people, places, and things that would not be possible during colder winter months. So enjoy them. And I know now that you have a clue about what you should look for, how to protect yourself, you and your family are probably going to be just fine. And if something goes awry, you've already got a little bit of an idea what to do, but there's links down here. You can do a little more homework. I would recommend it. Just remember, place a high priority on your health and the health of your family and loved ones, okay? So summer's supposed to be a fun time. Go enjoy yourself. Do that climbing. Do that hiking. Do that vacationing. And have a good summer.
Now, be sure, please help me out here and like, share, and comment for me. Let me know what you're looking for and take advantage of this month's special offer at www.eapready.com. So until next time, this is Daniel at Emergency Action Planning. I want you to stay informed and stay safe. Y'all take care and have a wonderful summer.